some goldfish. The dangers of goldfish. Watch as she chokes on the goldfish. You're listening to Something Weird, and I'm your co-host Anna, and this is Brooke. Hello. Here you'll find semi-regular dialogue on all things paranormal, or even just a little bit weird. We're lifelong friends who have had an affinity for the strain since we met, and now we're here to explore these phenomena with you. Each week, one of us will dig into a paranormal tale as we ponder the question, do we want to believe? And it is my week. Kick back and listen to these smooth ramblings. Smooth move. (laughs) Have you ever had anything haunted? like, owned or possess any haunted item? Um, could I count the tea house? Do you really think the tea house was haunted? Yeah, for sure. Oh, what? Oh, man. Yeah. Because, you know, Andy died in the basement. Mm-hmm. And then there was Mike on the blueprints. It says Mike's room. Oh, yes. And we always said that Mike haunted the house, like, before we moved in. But then... When we actually lived there, like when my family actually moved in, the person who built the house also was the architect of the Cooley Dam in Washington. Oh, yeah. I want to say he died, like he drowned or there was some sort of death by water. And when we first moved in, we would get pools of water and we couldn't figure out why. And there wasn't a leak or anything? No, it seemed like it was coming from the fridge, but there was no... And my, you know, my dad, he, like, ripped everything apart and tried to fix it. But there was no explanation as to, like, why this was happening. Whoa. And then it just stopped. So... Did you sage yeah, the I place? Think are... No. Huh. I think they just became, like, cool with our presence. Well, maybe they saw how nice they were making it, and they were like, all right, I'm down. Yeah. It's nice. We brought it back to what it should be. I'm curious if anything else has happened. I mean, that house has seen some shit. Just the fact that Andy, like, died that death in the basement is... How did Andy die? Because I can't remember. I know he fell down the stairs, but that's pretty common. Yeah. So, okay. So to clarify, like, the house was built in the, like, turn of the century. So, like, early 1900s. That was the original owner and the architect of the dam. I think the original owner actually haunts the house. Okay. Then, jump forward, Andy was the previous owner before my dad bought the house. He is the person that we got all the blueprints from. So... Andy? Andy, yeah. I thought he died. They were his blueprints. Oh! I was like, what the heck? You got blueprints from a ghost? (laughs) You could have just led with that. No, they were his blueprints, and we know that because it said Mike's room. You know where my room is? Oh, yeah. It said Mike's room on the blueprints, and that's why we always joke that, like, Mike was haunting the place. Did I just block this out of my memory? Because I have stayed at that house so many times, and I don't remember ever being scared. I don't, I'm surprised you weren't scared. Andy was Mike's dad, and Andy was the one who actually died in the house. He was carrying a TV down into the basement, and, you know, when you walk down into the basement, um, 
it turns the corner and then there's a railing and you can like see into the basement. Yeah. So he was carrying a TV down and when after he turned the corner, he had his back to the railing and he leaned up against it. And then the railing broke and he fell onto the cement floor and the TV fell on top of him and he cracked his head open and died. Uh-huh. So Andy could haunt the house as well. But I've gotten, like, spooks more from probably the original builder. Who's Mike? An owner of the house. Mike was Andy's son. So Mike isn't so haunting we, the house. Mike is not haunting the house. We debunked that theory when we figured out who Mike was. Okay. But before, it was just like, oh, here's these blueprints, and it says Mike's room. Like, who's Mike? And nothing else had any, like, it was just, like, bedroom one, bedroom two, yeah. Mike's room. It's, like, for the hidden child. Yeah. Maybe spooky. that's... I do, I do know that I have heard of Mike's room, and maybe I just kind of sensationalized that, because that's who I remember being the, the haunt. The haunt. If there were any. But, yeah. again, I never really I, I don't think it's Mike. I don't even think that it's Andy. I think that it's... I don't even remember his name, but I think it's the guy who built the house that was upset when we first moved in. Hmm. Do you think he pushed so to answer, Andy down the stairs? Maybe. Or do you think that was just a rough... <laughs> I, I mean, these things happen all the time, so... Mm-hmm. But it definitely could have been him that pushed him down the stairs, so... Well, let's go into the uh, the deeds and see who the original owner was and uh, begin the research process. Yeah, I think we should. Episode 149. Seriously, that's going to be a while. Okay, so you have experienced potentially a haunted house, I guess. But you haven't owned something where you're like, okay, this is clearly owning me with haunts. No. Well, I haven't either. And I wanted that to change. My friend Sally, who lives in Texas, stumbled across a Facebook listing in the marketplace for a haunted chair. And um, let me take a little peek and show you um, or read the description. That can't be real. I think it was. Um, I'm also very impressionable, though. So it says haunted children's chair, $25. Listed over a week ago in San Antonio. So she messaged him, or her, whoever the the owner was, and said, Hi, can I possibly get more information about this chair? Okay, AJ, he responds, Hey, yes, my fiancé bought it from an antique store in Alabama, and I believe it's to blame for some supernatural things that happened in our home. She goes, Wow, that's crazy. Any stories you can share? He says, Toys and audiobooks turning on and off on their own finding my daughter in a trance, kneeling towards the closet where the chair was, then investigating to determine that it was, in fact, haunted and trying to cleanse it. So. What? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a pretty wild story to just come up with uh, and be Why trying to get rid of only asking 25 bucks Well, for that? clearly no one wanted it because it was on sale forever and then, I think the photo's gone, but she, um, she, like a week later, she sent me an updated picture, and it he had updated the listing to say, 
haunted chair with spirit still attached, and it had dropped down to $7 and sold. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, still he attached. wanted it gone. I don't know why you wouldn't just get Throw it rid out. of it. Is the $7 really worth it? I mean, you can buy like seven burgers. You could get 14 tacos from Jack in the Box. You couldn't, though. Oh, yeah, you could. I'd be 99 cents for two. Mm, plus tax. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so that, that just kind of prompted me um, into thinking, okay, what would you do if you had something haunted and, like, didn't want it? Or were going out of your way to find something, like, where would you begin? I tried getting her to buy it said I'd come out there and pick it up. Um, <laughs> she's got some Furbies for me, too, so it could be a kill Gross. two birds with one stone kind of thing. Also, I'm a terrible friend and haven't had, like, haven't gone out there and visited her yet, so it's going to take a haunted Texas chair and a Furby. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck having a baby. I'll come for the haunted chair. Maybe not. Maybe not just the haunted chair, but... Furby and two Furbies and you know, uh, yeah, no, she, she's a good. I feel like Sally would understand though. She does. She's a good, a good woman for reaching out to AJ and asking about the chair in the first place. So thank you, Sally. (laughs) You are a researcher in your own right. So I am going to. I mean, we. I guess I've already kind of touched on uh, Robert. If you haven't listened to that episode. Hear all about a haunted doll uh, in Florida. Um, but this was particularly an interesting topic for me just because I have been so invested in my artwork as of late and um, thought, what if I haunted one of my illustrations or paintings one day? Ooh, that'd be fun because we're going I to talk. I know, I'm trying to think which one it would be. I mean, I guess it probably has yet to come. Okay, so we are going to talk about a haunted painting. And you may or may not have heard of this painting before, um, but apparently it is known as the most haunted painting that's out there, according to several um, journalists, let's call them. So, the painting is called The Hands Resist Him, and it was painted in 1972 by William, or Bill Stoneham, in Beverly Hills, California. I'm going to send you a picture, just so you can see. Yeah, I want to see. I've definitely never heard of this. Okay. I'm just sending you a Google image link, like always. Ew! Oh, Gross! Weird, right? I don't like that thing looking at me. Right? It does Do you feel weird when you look at it? I don't like it at all. Why is he staring at... No! <gasps> There's hands in the background! Oh! So... Oh my gosh! <laughs> if you're I'm unable sorry. to see this oh painting gosh. this moment, I'll do a little description for you. I'll paint this picture for you. Um, It shows a young boy standing next to this girl doll um, 
with really hollow eyes and like a sad frowning mouth and the doll's also holding a strange like electronic something um with wires coming out of it and uh there are a bunch of disembodied hands kind of coming out from darkness behind the boy, reaching through the glass panels um, of the door and just kind of reaching for him. So I legit have goosebumps all over my body Ooh. looking at this. This is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Oh my goodness. The Sorry, kid does I'm not look happy. Like, he looks kind of like an old man child, too. Like, like a cowboy who's seen some things. He looks... I mean, he's looking right at you. It's one of those very, like, eerie paintings where it doesn't matter where you are. He is looking... Because you can't see his eyes. Mm -hmm. It's just darkness, and he is staring at you. Like, so intense. Ooh! I just keep getting goosebumps. It's so creepy. Yeah. It's not something that I would personally want in my home. Uh, Fuck that. Just for the sake of it. There's also a full what moon in the background. It looks kind of like a gun, but it's not. I mean, like, it, when you're looking closer. Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Well, that's a good reaction. So, according to the artist, this painting is based on a childhood photo of himself and um, titled after one of his wife's poems. So Bill Stoneham was hired by a gallery owner named Charles Feingarten to paint a number of pictures for his gallery for like $200. That was pretty good. Um, I mean, if you're painting things for a gallery, good on you. Good on you, man. But this painting in particular, when it was put on display, immediately got a lot of attention. Um, specifically from the art critic Henry Seldes for the Los Angeles Times. And um, along with that kind of infamy and popularity, uh, it was purchased by the actor John Marley. And if you don't know who John Marley is, he is... Nope. <laughs> you don't know John Marley? Sure don't. I, I was thinking John Mulaney. So that's just who I picture, Aww. even though I know who it is. Um, but it's the guy from The Godfather who was in the bed with the horse head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> I mean, pretty memorable guy, I guess. Yeah. But within one year of coming in contact with this painting, all three men, so Feingarten, the art gallery owner... Selvis, the Los Angeles Times art critic, and Marley, dead horseman, were all dead. Oh. What? Within a year, mm -hmm. you said? Of natural or suspicious? I actually don't know. <laughs> I guess oh. I should have looked into that. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, you know. Hey, it's just a little bit weird, right? Uh, sure, they're dead. So That's all you need to know. <laughs> They all died, okay? It was all within a year. <laughs> Just to pull out that red string and start tying it around the bulletin board. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the painting basically just went ignored for years. No one really has a record of what happened to it from the point that Marley purchased it to 2000. 
when a couple found it discarded behind a brewery in California, probably just thinking, hey, this is this is a quirky piece and we're a thrifty couple. Sure. Put it up. It's like artwork that you get at the Goodwill. And you're like, I'm going to be a cool hipster and put this in my living room. Unless it's, it's like, like sometimes really great. And then you're like, I mean, this there's is some money. Like majestic cats. Yeah. Shit like that. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you about when I thought, um, it's actually, I'm looking at it right now because it's on our wall. When I thought a painting Zach had, like when we first started dating, a painting he had of his dogs was a painting from the Goodwill. Yes. I like didn't, walked into his didn't room. Didn't his mom paint it? Yeah. God. <laughs> I was like, what's up with those dogs? Did you like get that from the Goodwill? My mom painted that. <laughs> those are my dogs. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. I love it. I'm not sure, like, who was worse in this story. Having a painting by his mom of his dogs hanging on his wall. Yeah. Or me offending him saying it was from I know, and this is, like, him as, as like, a young bachelor, too. Like, (laughs) went out of his way (laughs) to hang that. The boy loves his dogs, and he loves his mom. Sounds like a good guy. I mean, I know him. He is a good guy, but... We're married. It worked. (laughs) All right. Well, it turns out you don't have to get things from Goodwill for them to look like they're from Goodwill. You can get them from your family members or a dumpster. (laughs) Your mom can take them. JK, oh, you're very man. talented, Charlotte. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so they owned this painting, this dumpster brewery painting, for a pretty short time um, before they posted it on eBay. Think, you know, the Facebook marketplace of 2000. They posted it with this description. Mind you, it is riddled with spelling errors like they typed it very hastily and it's in all caps so they're screaming this when we received this painting we thought it was really good art a picker had found it abandoned behind an old brewery at the time we wondered a little why a seemingly perfectly fine painting would be discarded like that today we don't one morning our four and a half year old daughter claimed that the children in the picture were fighting and coming into the room during the night now, I don't believe in UFOs or Elvis being alive, but my husband was alarmed. To my amusement, he set up a motion-triggered camera for the nights. After three nights, there were pictures. The last two pictures shown are from that stakeout. After seeing the boy seemingly exiting the painting under the threat, we decided the painting has to go. Please judge for yourself. Please read the following warning and disclaimer. Warning. Do not bid on this painting if you are susceptible to stress-related disease, faint of heart, or are unfamiliar with supernatural events. By bidding on this painting, you agree to release the owners of all liability in relation to the sale or any events happening after the sale that might be contributed to this painting. This painting may or may not possess supernatural powers that could impact or change your life. 
However, by bidding, you agree to exclusively bid on the value of the artwork with disregard to the last two photos featured in this auction and hold the owners harmless in regard to them and their impact, expressed or implied. Now that we got this out of the way, one question to you eBayers. We want our house to be blessed after the painting is gone. Does anyone know who's qualified to do that? <laughs> what? Sold! Wow. There are so many questions. Yes. Why would you do this? I don't know. I'm really struggling with this not being just a bunch of bullshit, but I want to hear more. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> There's not Could a be. whole lot more, but <laughs> there's there was some effort put into that, though. It's like they, you know, got onto a, what was it, Internet Explorer and, like, researched legal jargon. Yeah, I mean, that that disclaimer was very legitimate. They covered their bases. Yeah, they really did. They may not um, have been able to spell susceptible, but they covered their bases. <laughs> Whatever. So... Oh As promised, gosh. in their listing were two photos taken by said motion-triggered camera. And you can see images of the little girl doll in the painting threatening the boy with the whatever it is. They, you know, I've read that some people think it's a pistol. Uh, others say they don't it know what it is. sticking out of it. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm not familiar with pistols, but I've never seen one like that. It looks like it's disconnected wires that are hanging off of uh -huh. it. Uh-huh. That's what it looks like to me. It's very, like, tubular, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of the introduction, and pretty immediately this painting got a whole lot of interest again. A few online viewers claimed that uh, when they tried printing the photo out, the printer would malfunction, and if they tried to download the image, it would break, basically. Um, hmm. There were also people who said they heard disembodied voices um, and feeling gusts of air when looking at the painting, blinking out for long periods of time, some being gripped by some unseen force or feeling hands behind them or Ooh. just around them, and even having their mind controlled to some extent by something. One person said that when they saw the painting, he felt so unsettled and uncomfortable and like creeped out after looking at the painting that he burned sage to cleanse the room. Um, Damn. That's spooky. I mean, I will say I'm not having like hands crawling up my back or whatever those people were feeling, but like the moment that I saw that image legitimate goosebumps all over my body. Like, that was so creepy. And I've never seen this painting before, obviously. Mm. There's something spooky about it, just seeing it. I think the hands are the thing that kind of surprised you because that's not initially... You don't initially notice it, and then you, as soon yeah. as you do, that's when it... For me, I was kind of taken aback. I don't... I It doesn't have the same effect on me that it does you um and I think right. a lot of these the people who have seen this but I also really enjoy macabre artwork and kind of just creepy things like that so I can appreciate it for 
what it is, but I'm no art critic. It does also make you feel like kind of uncomfortable. So there yeah, is that. I think the most like standout is is the boy looking at you. Like that's immediately what I saw. I didn't notice the hands for like a few seconds, mm-hmm. but that kid just staring at you is ugh, very unsettling. I still kind of think that this bitch on eBay was, I don't know. But I will say that that painting is very creepy. Someone had to have it, though. Of course, just how I felt about that chair, someone felt about (laughs) this painting. And it was purchased by gallery owner Kim Smith, who lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan. She paid over $1,000 for this gem. Wow. Smith said, I wish I couldn't report a bizarre happening or a mind possession, but the unusual thing started happening with the first email and counting. Ooh. Okay. So, Smith said she'd received multiple emails um, with prayers from people and advice from a Native American shaman. And they were also followed by reports from visitors from the gallery who said the painting made them feel ill and just repulsed and some even blacked out or said they had a, quote, mind control experience. Since then, it's actually just a, it is stored in the basement. It's only been brought out six times. She says that everyone who has seen it does not feel good being around it. So it's in the basement. To wrap this little story up, just a few last words from the artist. The original artist said that what a lot of people thought were a pistol is actually a dry cell battery with a tangle of wires. Okay. That makes sense. Well, it doesn't make sense, but I can see it. (laughs) About this painting, he has also said, Quote, we live in an age of science, of revelation, and hard realities and hard facts, but we're still drawn to the mysterious. And what is more mysterious than paintings? More than any other object, paintings are a -a one-of-a-kind thing created by someone using their hands. That's it? Yeah. Cool, bro. (laughs) You're like, uh... They were gonna gonna give you some answers. He's like, all right, so... I did a seance dancing around this painting when I was a child. I thought it was at least going to tell us, like, what it meant, not just be like, I'm cool because I paint stuff and it's mysterious. Like, he uh, blacked out during some time when he was painting or going through some dark, murderous time. Pretty much sheds no light on anything. No, it gives me nothing. But... Except that he was like... (laughs) into himself but whatever so mysterious what's more mysterious than a painting um but if you do want to look at some more haunted paintings they all do have a very similar none of them are you know kittens or puppies they're all not great subjects the anguished man man proposes god disposes the dead mother The Stagecraft, Love Letters Replica, The Crying Boy, The Rain Woman, and then, you know, The Portrait of Bernardo de Galvez. Um, But there are 
a number. So if you want to do your own research, there you go. Curate. Wow. So this painting is just chilling in some basement. Mm-hmm. Kim Smith in Grand Rapids. All right, Kim. I want to take a look. Let's go to Grand Rapids and go look at it. Yeah. See what happens. Actually, I want to talk to some of these, like, original owners and see what was, like, really going on. The eBayers? Yeah. I don't know. I I can see it. It sounds a little, like, paranormal activity to me. But you have to think, also, this was in 2000. So this was, I mean, not that all of these horror movies and, like, ghost stories hadn't been out at that time. Well, they weren't, yeah. but these stories were going around, so... It's not like they were pulling this word for word from a script. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Paranormal Activity had not been released yet, so that's true. I'll give them that. But But, everything mm. else. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I still want to see the painting in real life. I still stand by how creepy it is to look at. So maybe there's something going on, but... Well, and clearly it's well done, too, because if this man um, has, you know, been able to make a living as an artist, then he's got some chops. And again, there was yeah. a lot of interest around it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good painting. Like, there's no doubt about that. It's creepy and captivating and does probably what it's intended to do, but... I just don't like it. I'm looking at it again. What are you looking at? Oh. <laughs> the scream. <laughs> but it's also just horrifying. Yeah, it's creepy. I don't like it. I, what are the stories around that? Oh, there there aren't any. Oh. But I love it. Um, but I don't think there's really anything tied to it paranormally or supernaturally. Dang. Creepy-ass painting. Yeah, so... I hate it. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I mean, I guess just what I've said all throughout your story is... Looking at the painting, it's creepy as hell. Like, it, it literally gave me chills just looking at it. I think it would be kind of fun if it was haunted, but I don't know. How do you... Or it could just be crazy people. On the internet. Yeah. You know? Or they just wanted $1,000 for something they found at a dump. Yeah. Like, you get enough people to find it and then bid on it. And it's like, well, you end up with 1000 bucks. That's great. But maybe it is real. I don't know. I don't think I can make a call on this one. Yeah. So I guess the bigger question is, do you think that objects can be haunted? Or... 100%. Okay. I mean, I'm a believer in, like, spirits, ghosts, whatever you want to call them. Um, And it makes sense to me that they could, like, take form in an object. So, maybe. I guess my question is, and from the artist and his quote-unquote explanation, which is (laughs) bullshit. Like, why would this be haunted? You know what? It, That's what I kind of have trouble with. Yeah. And maybe the haunting or, you know, possession or attachment didn't begin with him. Maybe it started with 
someone who was affected by it. Yeah, that's true. So, we want to know your thoughts on the hands resist him. Do you think it's haunted? Do you think this specific painting is haunted? Do you believe? Uh, Let us know. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Something Weird Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Stay weirdy. Oh, we did it. Yeah.